This weekend at 10 Main, we have special guest Janet to come by and talk about Night in the Woods. We got a good debate for you. I slammed down them sweet bass notes for Space Dragon. I got more Mario cereal. Oh, God. When will it end? <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Nintendo Main, episode 107. We are your hosts. I'm Trey. Apparently, I don't know which teams are in the Super Bowl, Johnson. I'm Jeremy, still waiting for my HD GameCube adapter, Mikowski. <laughs> All I'm day, John. Day. Going to E3, Knitter. Woo! Do it. Yeah. So are you? Dead. I am. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so the tickets go on sale Monday, February 12th at 9 a.m. Pacific. Yes, yeah, so you go on the E3 website and the registration spot, and hopefully the tickets will be up there for sale Monday at 9 a.m. Uh, I'll be there waiting. And that's uh, okay. So this Monday, 9 a.m. That's mm-hmm. Pacific. What, 11 a.m. Is that your time? My time. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, Pacific is your time. Okay, so it's 11 a.m. Central. 1 p.m. Right. Our Central. Right. And uh, so the first 1,000 tickets are. At one hundred fifty dollars. After a thousand tickets, they're going for two fifty. If I'll check if I'm up on Monday, I have a work party to go to Sunday and Sunday night, and I might be like super hungover, but I'll try to get up and <laughs> and check it out. But if I can get a hold of a one thirty one, I might just do it and then try to figure out how to get there later. One fifty, not one thirty. Um, one fifty. Yeah, that's what Jer- I meant. Jeremy and I were talking during the break, and I think what you should do is just try to buy the ticket regardless. If you don't end up going, oh, and sell it if I don't go. Out yeah. Illinois, just sell it. Sell for prof. Good idea. Yeah, sell you're it. right. Or to John. Or to me. Face value. So I can have all the tickets. <laughs> so you well, can I'll sell it to him as face value if he doesn't get it. So you can go in multiple times. You can go in and t- tear the ticket up and leave and come in again with another ticket. That's what That's you can true. do. Anyway, we're we're here again to bring you all the Nintendo news and all the fun stuff that we tell you about games and our fun experiences with games. Which, there was one at the very beginning that Scott John said in the intro that we all want to know about. You know, we start the game, we always start the episode off talking about what we bought this week. Let's start with John and his new collection of cereal. How much more cereal did you buy? One box. Just one. What? Holy shit! 50 wasn't yes. enough? Like, how don't you have, like, boxes and boxes of them, I thought? I have a full case, and then I have three more full boxes on top of that. Can I tell you a secret yeah. about Mario cereal? What's up? Sure. Uh, I haven't eaten any of it since I ate it on the show. <laughs> that's my that's my Mario cereal secret. So it's yeah, probably pretty good reason. It's probably I finished already, my box. It's probably already stale and gross. But I did buy four boxes for for our guest, which will be on the show later to talk about her opinions on Night in the Woods, Janet mm-hmm. Garcia. So, so well, the I reason I bought some. one more box is because I was actually grocery shopping at my usual grocery store, and I happened to find it there. So I figured I had to buy one more to mark the occasion of finding one without expressly going out to look for it. Oh yeah, that's that's how I found mine too. There was just I just went to Jewel and I was like, I should check the cereal aisle. And then there were there were five there, 
and I bought four and another guy bought another one. And I felt kind of bad because I got four and he only got one. But then I walked down to the frozen aisle and there was like 60 there <laughs> in like a middle thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a ton of them there. I'm like, uh, yeah. Did you pause for reflection? Pause to look at the 60 there. Well, it was a frozen aisle. Do you do you, do you reflect in the frozen aisle? <laughs> yes, I did. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you mean, man. I don't know your uh, crazy lyrics over there. But yeah, so you have now lots of boxes of cereal, is what you're saying. I have now 14 boxes of cereal. Yep. Yeah. That's and a, that's it. Do you know more? You're not buying any more after that? No more. That's it. No. I wanted to buy one more just to mark the occasion of finding it out in the wild. Oh. Uh, right. Yeah. That's it. No more. That's what you say now. <laughs> you're going to fall into the amiibo. Why land. is it all out there in L.A.? It's here, too. It's in Chicago. I haven't seen it here in Champaign. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't. It's just keep checking, I guess. Maybe eventually you'll find it. I keep it. checking. I keep checking. Yeah. That's all I can say. I don't know. I don't know the I don't know the ways of this uh, serial travel. I don't know how it gets to I think it just magically shows up there somehow. Mario just like pops in. The pipe comes out of the ground. He jumps out of the pipe and he's like, "Here." And then he like has a bunch of boxes of cereal and that's what it is. Then he goes back <laughs> into the pipe. <laughs> he's like, "It's a here. Take it. I make I make it out to Power Stars." It's but it's half poisonous. Eat it. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Power Moons now. He's like, I I, I, pl- I plugged like an AC power adapter into it. Now you got like a bunch of volts in your cereal or whatever. But yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you're still getting that shit over there. Did you uh, did you buy anything else game-wise this I week? anything else this week? Uh, no, nothing else game-wise. Nothing piqued um, your interest? Yeah, no, Not I'm just saving up for the E3 ticket, so... Well, the E3 ticket we can't give impressions of. <laughs> It'd be like, well, I got the ticket, like the corners were nice and flat, and but I didn't like the graphics on it. It just didn't look good enough. I don't know. The graphics on that ticket sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So uh, you haven't gotten your uh, HDMI cable? Did you think you'd actually get it, Jeremy, by now? I hoped I was on the uh, the Elite first because he kept sending me emails, and eventually I was like, I'm doing a YouTube video about this shit. So I thought he'd like promote me to the first. Yeah. Just in case, you know. Oh, you told me uh, you were going to record uh, it. Yeah. That's wishful thinking. I was hoping. Um, yeah. I was hoping that he, you meant. He said, he said I would get a uh, a tracking number when it was sent. So that yeah. hasn't happened yet. I was hoping that you're saying that you told him, like, if you don't send it to me, I'm going to do a YouTube video about how you suck about sending stuff. <laughs> it's just going to be you. In front of the camera being like, he didn't send me a cable, so fuck that guy. That actually might work. I just don't want to be that guy. I got the $50 equivalent of the uh, HDMI cable. Well, I got the uh, I got the Wii. I got all that shit hooked up. I got, I got the Wii. Yeah, the component cable? Yeah, the Wii component cable. And Well, basically, I, I piecemealed it together. I bought a... I think I said this last week, but I, I, got a, I got a Wii by itself for $30. I bought a power cord for like $7, and I bought a component cable for ten dollars so i piece, piecemealed it together for that but i haven't recorded nice. i haven't recorded anything with it yet but i just got it set up today so i'll record a skies of arcadia thing i'm sure i put it up and see, if it, see, yeah, see if it looks any better but it's on four it's in 480p now so how far are you, you at know. skies are you still working on your series uh i'm the last skies of arcadia i why well, would be on six now i think the last one i put up was five but i'm in the i'm at the beginning of the second temple of skies of arcadia how so, many temples are there so that would be the green crystal the green moon or whatever i think there's like five or six is there probably. four? Oh, five or six. 
I don't know. I remember the game being incredibly long, so I think I kind of screwed myself by saying that I was going to play through the whole game in uh, video form, because I think it's like a 100-hour game, if I remember correctly. So, hey, If it's a 20-part game, that's fun. But uh, speaking of my uh, retro plays, I decided to play uh, you know, an old football game called NFL Blitz on 64 for uh, mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl Sunday, which I absolutely love that game. That game is awesome. That's probably my second favorite football game under Tech Mobile. I think Tech Mobile is still my favorite, but wait over that game we played at the MGS. Oh yeah, the Atari, MGC. whatever it is, the the original. I like that one, but I'm talking about console games. That's an arcade football game. But anyway, I was like, I'm gonna make this video of like of like the Super Bowl teams going at it. I'm gonna be like, this is the big Super Bowl prediction, and uh, I put the wrong teams in there because I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, I, I put a I put <laughs> both the wrong teams. No, I, I put a I, I put the Philadelphia Eagles versus the New Orleans Saints, and I did it twice, which is even worse. <laughs> I did it two fucking times because I was like, so NFL Blitz, you can't like if you want to play against a computer, you can't pick what team the computer is. So you kind of pretty much have to like keep selecting arcade mode until it hits the team that you want to play. So I just did that. I just like kept doing it and quitting if it wasn't. Uh, you know, New England Patriots, but I guess I forgot I confused New Orleans with New England. And I did it two times. I streamed on Twitch one time, like with the regular game settings where it's like $2 or uh, where it's like two minute periods. So it was like a 15 minute game. And then I did it again with six minute periods with the Saints, but the Saints both times. And I totally like talked about, you know, this being the game and all that. And I posted it on YouTube. So you can totally like go there and like make fun of me and all that. But nobody commented about it. But I think it's kind of funny that, and I didn't honestly didn't realize it until I was watching the Super Bowl because I kept saying like the Saints, and Jess was like, "Why are you saying the Saints?" And I'm like, "They're not playing." <laughs> and he's like, "No, the Patriots." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and I like, and I'm like, Very I, different. I'm like, I think I did. I'm like, I think I did my stream about the Saints, and then I looked and I was like, maybe I got it right on the other one. I'm like, maybe I got it on Twitch, and I looked on Twitch, and I'm like, oh god, I got it, I got it wrong both times. Like, I feel such a, <laughs> like such a dumb sports person, which I am. So I don't really watch sports, but yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Even though I did do, I did do a stream on Twitch. I didn't put it on YouTube, but I did a stream where I just tried to like just get to the Super Bowl, but I sucked. But I lost every fucking game that I played, so I didn't. I lost like seven games <laughs> as the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> but I did get to the Eagles finally on that, and some guy who was uh, watching it asked me who was going to win, and I said, and I said the Eagles. So I was right. In that aspect, but not in every other, not in any other aspect. But yeah, still watch my streams, please. You know, that's just one time that I screwed up. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, I felt, I felt pretty silly that I put the Saints on there. But New Orleans, New England, you know, there's two words. I get confused sometimes. Shows how much I, I watch. I do that football thing or watch sports and all that stuff. Well, you might be safe because I wonder if maybe the Venn diagram of people who watch Twitch and the people who would watch the Super Bowl, maybe it doesn't really cross that much. I don't know. I think the guys who are watching my, NFL Blitz stream uh, talked about the Super Bowl on the comments, so I don't know. Like that guy, that guy thought I was crazy because I said the Philadelphia Eagles were going to win. Little did he know they, that they won. Anyway, enough sports talk. I know you're not here to listen to us talk about sports games, even though NFL Blitz is is a fun sports game. But did you buy? Did you buy any games this week? Well, I know Jeremy and I we bought Nights in Night in the Woods, which we will talk about in great detail later. But did you get? Did you get anything else other than that, Jeremy? This week? Nope. I uh, I got a couple things. I went to, uh, well, Jess and I, we went to, we had like an engagement vacation and went to like Grand Rapids, Michigan for a while. Engagement? 
something like that. <laughs> in engation, <laughs> engagation. I don't know. But I, I found a used video game place in Grand Rapids called Vidiots. I actually tried to go to a place called uh, Game Changer, and it, and I found out that it had closed a week before we got there. It closed January thirty first forever. So, and I found their blog, and I was like, "What? What the fuck happened? They're supposed to be open." And uh, yeah, they closed because of whatever reason. It said personal issues is what it said, but yeah. So your was, name was Game Changer. Yeah, the name of the place was oh, Game Changer, and now it doesn't. What a good exist. name for a what a good name for a reused game store. But both of the both of these places in Grand Rapids were like super hole in the wall, like no parking lot. They're like in somebody's house, pretty much. That's like has no furniture or whatever. So it was cool, you know. I found like these really cool hole in the walls, and I bought this uh, amiibo dude from Zelda. I bought a Daruk for nine dollars. Opened. I thought that was cool, so I got another ami- amiibo finally. Big His old. protection is now ready to roll. Yeah, big old. Uh, it's nice to have. They had all of them. They had like all the other champions, and I thought about getting the fish head guy, but. They were selling it for like thirteen, and I didn't want to pay that much for them. So I just got I just got Daruk, but I got a in my I'll go from I'll go from like least expensive to most expensive. How about this? The first thing I got I got I got ECW Hardcore Wrestling for two dollars on Nintendo sixty four, which I remember not being a good game at all. But I like ECW, and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll play that game again and see how bad it is. So I got that game for sixty four. I also got War Gods, which was another game that's not very good. I got that for $4 for 64 which I remember enjoying it when it came out. So I'm going to do like streams of all this so you get to see all this shit. But as a better game, I got WWF No Mercy. So now I have, now the circle is complete on my Aki Wrestling games. Now I have all of the 64 games. This is the only one I didn't have was the final WWF game. Very nice. So I got that. Did you ever have that one? No, I never had that one. That's the one I didn't buy. I did not buy that you one. You paid good money for that one. I bought it for fourteen bucks. <laughs> I thought that seemed seemed like a decent deal to me. And uh, the big the big one I got, the one I spent the most on, was uh, Resident Evil Two for Nintendo sixty four, which is a game was a game that I had, and I lent it to my brother in law, and I I don't know if he lost it or what happened to it. I asked him about it, and he said he didn't remember having it. So I just bought it again, and I tried yeah, all... that game, too. The game was remarkable for the uh, the FMV. Yeah, I really wanted a, to... A cartridge, yeah. I really They're wanted to play it again. It squeeze all the FMV onto a cartridge. Yeah. I really wanted to play it again just because I had, like, such good memories of it because it was a... Yeah, because it had MF- FMV on a, on a 64 cartridge, and being a 64 guy, not having a PlayStation, like, that's kind of what I missed out on. They finally got it in there. Apparently, uh, Factor Five like helped him like get the get all the uh, sounds on there and do all the audio and all that. So I got you know I just got home today from Michigan. I went went and like tested out all these games on the sixty four. And uh, man, let me tell you that FMV it looks bad. Yeah, <laughs> it looks grainy as hell. It looks it like looked bad even back then. It's like what like twenty p or something like that or twenty i. Like it looks like uh, you know those little tiny movies that you used to download in the nineties from IGN. Like it look it looks yeah. like that. Pretty much, but blown up. Into, Imagine into those in your giant TV. And I'm yep. playing, and I'm playing this on a tube TV. You know, just to let you know. So it looks better than it would if it was on an HD TV. But still, it's super grainy, and it's yeah, it looks bad. But the actual like the part where you walk around as the character looks better. You know, like I just they it, it was somebody's game, so like they already had loaded. So I just like loaded up Jill real quick and just kind of walked around a little bit. And I thought that looked okay, but yeah, I can't wait to play that again because. The copy that I had, I played it all the way to the last to the last guy, and I ran out of fucking ammo at the last guy, which is like what I do pretty much for every fucking Resident Evil game that I don't beat. 
I get all the way to the last fucking dude, and I don't have enough mon- I don't have enough ammo to beat him. The same thing happened to me in Resident Evil Revelations one on 3ds. I got all the way to the last fucking dude, then I used every single piece of ammo that I had, and he doesn't die. And now I'm just stuck with a knife, and I get killed. So maybe oh, I can get through it and not I'd... have that happen again. That's like one thing that would always annoy me about Resident Evil. I like Resident Evil, but I would always I know and I remember that was Jeremy would have trouble with that too. Like whenever I mean that was always a pet peeve of mine. It's just running out of resources at the end of the game, you know, because you use too much because you run into a bunch of other fucking zombies before you fought the final boss, you know. Yeah, I had a similar problem with uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica on Dreamcast, which was a two disc game, mm. and I I had saved. Like, right in the middle, basically right before the end of the first disc, there was, you fought the tyrant on, on an airplane, whatever. Yeah. I, I made the mistake you. of saving with, like, a knife and three bullets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, over, over your other save? Like, you had like, nothing oh, to go back I to. I like, couldn't yeah. get past it. I couldn't get past it for the longest time. And finally, I just, like, put the pedal to the metal. I white-knuckled it, and I, I actually beat the tyrant. Yes, I finally beat the tyrant after, like, months. And I went to go put in the second disc, and the second disc was scratched. <laughs> oh man like oh this sucks so the de- second disc never loaded that sucks second disc never loaded yeah that's yep. that's awful that's like the worst thing you could probably say for that it's like hey yeah, and it never it never worked yep yeah but i didn't i didn't find any sort of cool game boys or anything like that at this place this place was called vidiots which i thought was cool because uh my favorite Ren and Snippy like the Ren and Snippy game yeah, yeah. So i was gonna say yeah. my favorite Ren and Snippy game on super nintendo was vidiots which i should <laughs> sail there I, I forgot to look for it, honestly. After I got there, there was so much shit there that I got distracted. But uh, I wanted to look for it, and I forgot until... I, well, I ended up buying all this other shit. I bought all these 64 games that were cheap, that I thought were cheap enough. So I felt like I had spent enough. But I, yeah, I should have like looked for that video. It's, I, I could probably get it for cheap on eBay. I don't think anybody cares about that game other than me. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> see if I can still play through the whole game. Because I did... It's one of those games that I just practiced until I could play through the whole thing, even though it's like stupidly hard and all that. But yeah, that, those are my purchases for the week. That's cool. Why, like finding random game stores. Yeah, yeah, they were they were all like super tiny, and I I know John's from Michigan, so you know uh, Grand Rapids is kind of like uh, my experience from from it was most of the places we went to didn't have parking lots, so you have to like try to find places to park like on the street. On the street, you know? yeah. And like nothing's plowed there either. Like it's all like way snowier than it is here. And apparently they're having a snowstorm for like a whole week up there. We left like right as it was starting, but yeah, everything was like super snowy and it's kind of hard to find parking. And, and I was thinking like going to this game store and there were like actually two other people that were in there when we got there and came in like as we were there. And I was kind of thinking like, what kind of foot traffic do you get here? Cause you like, you have no parking lot. You have like, you can't park in the street in front of the place. So you have to like go around the corner a few times to find somewhere to park. It's like, how do you stay in business? Or do you like live upstairs? Maybe you do. I don't know. Cause it's like a house that has games in it, you know, with like carpeted floor and all that, but. It's cool. I imagine a lot of those places do their business on eBay and sell things online. And yeah, yeah. In addition to the retail. I would say so, too. Yeah, because we went to an antique store, and the lady there was saying that she sold most of her stuff online. You know, so that's that's probably much the only way to stay in business for that type of thing, you know. But I don't know, maybe They do, like, consignment stores that are just open during, like, the summer and shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, these were open. But all that stuff is open in the winter. Online, too. Yeah. But it's always cool to find video game stores. Yeah. That you didn't know about.
talk about the news. Is there any news for this week that you guys know of? A whole lot. I mean, I know there's like you mentioned earlier the uh, there's the Mario movie news. Like now it's official that they're with Illumination, right? That's what they're called. Yeah, now it's official. You know, last what was it June or something? It was reported by the Wall Street Journal as a rumor that Mario movie was going to happen. Uh, and last week it became official. Nintendo announced. Uh, Mario is going to be in the movie by Illumination, the animation studio that did uh, Minions. And, and Miyamoto's so. a producer on it, which I think that's pretty cool. Miyamoto's a producer, yes. yeah. I remember seeing that. I think that's a good sign. I, th- I think he'll be pretty involved. I think he'll be pretty heavily involved, like even, maybe even to the point of, of taking a time off of doing other work for Nintendo. Like, this is very important for them. Well, you remember, and like, it has to go right. I mean, it remember, does. I was gonna say, like, uh, Miyamoto, like he kind of dabbled in. You remember, like, his uh, Wind Waker movies that he made, like when the HD re-release came out for Wii U. They were like little tiny movies of Link crawling around and stuff. And he also did all those Pikmin movies that you could like watch on your 3DS. So I never saw the Wind Waker ones, but I remember the the Pikmin ones. Yeah, yeah, he did Wind Waker ones too. Do you remember those, right, Jeremy? Like when they did the re-release? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they were just like little. They were 30 3DS second exclusives. Ones. Yeah, they're like 30 second ones that you could see of him like crawling around or. Just like a little, yeah, it was like, it was like the Pikmin ones. But I mean, I'm sure Miyamoto's kind of wanting to get into it. So yeah, I think he's going to be involved for sure in this. Yeah. Definitely. I don't think yeah. it's just going to be like a, you know, advisory role or something like that. I think he will be a, like, capital P producer on this movie. He's going to up upend the table on it and be like, what? Yep. You want him to do that? No. Even though, like, you know, like you could bring up, like, Mario plus Rabbits, where they kind of let him do it, let them do whatever with him and guns and all that. So who knows? Yeah, this is more, this, there's more at stake here with Mario uh, than Mario plus Rabbits, though. Like, Mar- this movie is going to go to the mainstream audience, people who don't play games. You know, it's, it's going to be a representation of the company for years and years to come as movies, you know, movies have a life of their own and longevity to them. So I've heard people make that same comparison about, you know, Mario versus Rabbids and whatever. You know, Mario versus Rabbids, the worst that would have happened is it would have been okay game and, you know, lost to the dustbin of history. Yeah. I mean, it can't yep. be. As- They've already had a bad Mario movie and it's been a stain on yep. them for 25 years. Yeah. You know, they don't want to do that again. They can't do that again. I mean, yeah, Mario plus Rabbids would just go the way of uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, pretty much, right? Mm. Exactly. It's just like there's a bunch of them. Some people like them. Some people don't care, you know, whatever. Yeah, I would think that they want to put a lot into it. You know, there's a Sonic the Hedgehog movie also in development, right? I hope they come out on the same day. Animation live action. (laughs) Wow, that sounds like a terrible idea. Right, like they're going to do the feature film version of Sonic kissing that girl from Sonic 06. (laughs) Yeah. They should, I, you know what they should do for the Mario movie? They should do the same thing and like make New Donk City people like real. And he's just like little oh, yeah. running around and jumping on their head and throwing his hat at them. And that'll be the movie. It'll be the whole thing. I'm still not on board with the New Donk City thing. With everybody being different sized and all that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm still not on board for it. Game was great, but uh, nope. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mario. Well, Mario's been in the Mushroom Kingdom so long that that his body has become warped, and he's not a real person anymore. Now he's a crazy, weird little cartoon thing. He's not. He's not real anymore. He's no longer the Italian that he thought he was. I mean, I'm looking at him right now in the back of your uh, room here. Brooklyn is uh, gone. He says he does not look like a person at all. Not at all. Brooklyn is disappeared. So I'm a person. Yeah. That's not it. You know. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's a cartoon character from his time in the Mushroom Kingdom. That's what happened. There's a new uh, Brawl Out patch out for anybody for like the two people who still play that game. I, I mean, I definitely ha- I haven't played it since the stream. So, but uh, maybe maybe if they fix the online stuff and 
added some characters that were cool in there. Maybe it's worth playing. I don't know. I just kind of, the only reason I saw it was it just showed up when uh, when I turned the system on. But uh, I mean, the Dragon Quest Builders comes out on Friday. That's that's a game. I already, already cool. pre-purchased it, so it just needs to come out and then I'll play it. I don't know. There's if a Rocket League patch coming out, which is what? supposed to be out today. There's a Rocket League patch, yeah, which oh, yeah. they announced on their Facebook page. It was supposed to come out today. What does that do? And it's going to allow for cross-platform team making. Oh, okay. So not only can I play oh, yeah, against no, somebody it, on the Xbox, that. I can also have them join my team. That's one of the things. I don't know what else is going to be added to it. Probably more explosions when you get a goal, right? Some sort yeah, five of explosions. Now. Some other variation of explosions. Well, they have like bats that come out of your goal and tri- and like uh, gift boxes. Now there's going to be something else. But uh, there's a, there's not a whole lot of games coming out for the week. But are you guys interested in any of these? I don't even think maybe that Disc Jam game that game looks pretty hilarious. Not like a game. I kind of want to try the uh, Metroidvania where you can't walk. Which which one's that? Diadora. Oh, that one's out already. Diarrhea. Oh, yeah, that, that one came out this week. You're talking about Dan Dara? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that game looked... It kind of looked like another, like, Celeste-type game to me. Because aren't you, like, jumping from one thing to another? I don't know. That's kind of what I got from it. People seem to be liking it, though, and it's 15 You know, it's that ideal price. It's that magic price? Yeah. You should try it out. I don't know. It's Metroidvania. Can't be that bad. Well, so, <laughs> Pool Arena came out. That was another one that came out of nowhere. Another like uh, a pool nice. game. By the way, I heard that that I heard that that tennis game that came out for eight dollars is like the worst tennis is the worst game on the Switch right now. So be happy, oh, that, be happy that you didn't other get games? it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I figured it was trash when it kind of showed up out of nowhere, and it's like here's a tennis game right before. It's just called tennis. It's just called tennis, and it came out like right after they announced like the Aces game. It was pretty much like, hey, me too, I can do it. So luckily, I never got it. Yeah. But as far as, I mean, aside from that, there's like another point and clicky game on there, Dark Side Detective. There's like a, I don't know, some other shit. Nothing like super interesting, I don't think. But um, but there is, there was a thing that was added to the coming soon. I saw that, and I don't know if this is like an official whatever, but uh, Pac-Man Champion Edition 2 has a release date on here. It's on oh, here for, oh, really? it's on here for February 22nd, and it's priced at $19.99, so I'll probably end up checking that game out. I had a lot of fun with the first one on PlayStation 3. It was a PlayStation Say, Plus I've only game, played the first one. So I got it for free. And uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2 are on there as well, which uh, the pricing is weird on those. Like Bayonetta 2 is selling for 50 now and Bayonetta 1 is 30. So you can't there's no it's not it's not like a it's not like a Resident Evil 1 and 2 where you can get like one for 20 and one for you know where you can get like two for 40 or anything like that. It's weird that it's like 80 where you could get both of them for cheaper on Wii U. So I don't know, but that comes out next week. We'll see uh is anybody planning on getting either of those? I might um, play Bayonetta 2. I played Bayonetta, Bayonetta 1 on X360 already. Not for $30. But Bayonetta 2 for 50 that's probably too much. That's definitely too oh, much. That's kind yeah. of pricey. Especially since Bayonetta 2 is, what, like a five-year-old game now? I mean, I feel like that game came out, like, kind of towards the beginning of the Wii U. I mean, I bought it I bought it during a... Uh, it, was right, it was right after a buy-two-get-one-free thing at Target. And I had just bought... It was around the time of uh, Hyrule Warriors. Like, they both came out at the same time. So that had to have been, like, at least, like, four years ago, I think. Mm. Maybe three. At least, but that's like I'd say about three. I guess at least they're not releasing it at sixty, right? Like a lot of those, like they're doing with a lot of these games. But still, I think fifty is a little bit high for Bayonetta two, especially since you can get it for like twenty bucks on the Wii yeah. U now. 
but I mean, that's kind of like you can get Doom for like five dollars probably on PS4. If they had it as a package for one and two for forty bucks, I'd consider that. I think that's that's worth it. Yeah, but that's a better. I think that's a better deal. But especially considering they're 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 trying to do this to promote Bayonetta three. Yeah, like, which is coming out. I don't know when. Yeah, like who's gonna spend what in total? That would be like one hundred and forty dollars on on Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think they're just really itching for the money that they didn't make from the Wii U release. I guess so. So Jeremy has his bayonet amiibo there. You have to actually see now. I think I think you're. I think you have to get two because of because of that. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Two's cool. Two's cool. It's a lot like one. It's just like bigger in scope. You know, I've never I never finished two, so I'll probably I, I thought about maybe doing a stream of Wii U and just try to make it all the way through two. Try to just beat it for, just from where I'm at. Just try to because I feel like I'm somewhere close to the ending. I don't know. The stories in those games like really don't make a whole lot of sense. So it's kind of. Uh, Hard to figure out where you're at and where you're going, you know, because a lot of it's kind of weird devil angel gibberish anyway. Yeah, it was like like angels and stuff, I remember. Yeah, it's like, uh, here's a huge thing that you kill, and there's another thing. And she's like, oh, Cheshire, don't go over by that thing. And then she kills another thing with her feet. It's basically how those games go. I mean, it's really not about the story at all. It's all about, like, uh, racking up combos and dodging and doing cool combos and shit like that. But yeah, is there any other news that you can think of that you guys want to talk about before we get to our topic of the week? Mm, can't think of anything. I mean, I have an interesting story about uh, my Switch that I can talk about real quick. I found out that the... Um, so on our vacation, I found out that the uh, dock will only work with the Nintendo plug, with the $30 Nintendo plug. So I had to go get my third Nintendo plug for vacation, which sucks. Because uh, you can't use... Apparently, for the Nintendo one, you can't use like any of the... Um, any You can't use any USB cable for it which i thought you could just because you could it fits in there but so i figured that out that sucked so i had to mm-hmm. had to buy another uh giant br- brick charger to use it on the tv and all that why have you had to buy three well i have two docks so i have two so i have two of them already oh, and this gotcha. is my third one well that's good now you got a third one so now i have a travel with you so you don't have to unplug it every time yeah well that was <laughs> the idea i thought it was cool because i'm like i'm gonna bring the switch anyway and bring a charger for the switch so all you have to do is just unplug your dock and put it in your bag too and then you have a system that you just hook up to the TV. All you need to do is just bring an HDMI cable, and you're good to go. You know. But then I realized that it's not that simple. You have to have the specific plug for it for the whatever the powering is happening inside the cradle and all that shit. So that's what you need, I guess. On that note, I guess we'll take a break and uh, get to our Night in the Woods topic. Let's do it. All right. So we have Janet back again from our Xenoblade Chronicles episode. Come back again to talk about hey guys that game that we that we uh, said we bought earlier, uh, Night in the Woods. How you doing, Janet? Welcome back. Pretty good. Still hating games, so you know the usual. 
Back to talk against it again. No, I, I didn't think you were totally talking against it last time. But yeah, nice, nice to have you on here again. And I, well, I just wanted to have a discussion about Night in the Woods because it's kind of like, uh, I mean, both Jeremy and I, we both have it. Uh, we, we played through it. Uh, John hasn't gotten it yet. So I guess we'll kind of like talk to, to see if we can convince John one way or the other. But, um, it it's wasn't, uh, I like, uh, I had, you know, I had my problems with it too. I felt like it was a flawed game, but fun for the most part. And I'm sure, and I read, and I read most of your article and I think I agreed with a lot of it, but. There's just a couple things I just wanted to talk about on here. But, uh, yeah, I liked it for the most part, but it was no means like a game of the year for me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But do you want to do, did you want to do like a title for this cast? Like, uh, is it worth it or one of those clickbait kind of titles? Like, <laughs> should mean, you buy it? <laughs> I mean, I don't care. We can if you want to. You I won't believe what Night in the Woods has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> After four minutes of this game, you won't believe what I found. Is May truly a piece of shit? You find out on the show. <laughs> Is May dead the whole time? What? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, those fan theories. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> dead. <laughs> She's dead. Link's dead. No, wait. No, Link was dead. Oh, my God. It's everything. My mind's exploding here. No, uh, yeah. Are you dead? <laughs> I, think, I think we're all dead. This is a dead. This is our dead cast. We changed it. Dead domain. Nice. <laughs> So uh, I mean, what do you guys what do you guys want to start with here on the? Um, I mean, I guess we could just like describe, just go through the premise of the game. The game's the game's not very long. Like I was actually, I did want to comment on that that uh, that I did actually beat the game in a few, in a few days. So I think that says a lot for me because even like uh, you know, a lot of games are pretty long. And I know we talked about that last time, Janet, but it's kind of hard to get through a lot of them. And I was actually, you know, it was one of the few that I actually beat. Which I thought was funny because, like, my top ten list of games that I said were, like, my favorite games of last year, I think I only beat, like, half of them, maybe, if even that. You know, so it's like, at least I got through this one. You know, so I, Yeah, I, I me too. I actually beat it all in a day, which, oh, which wow. some people were like, that's why you didn't like it. You played it too fast. I, um, I, mean, I can understand. possible. Yeah, I was going to say, I can understand having problems with it in a day. Honestly, yeah, all the, yeah. all the flaws get magnified when yeah. you, like, marathon stuff, I think. Yeah. Well, like, the... Chapter two was like probably, and I'm sure you thought that too, like was probably like the draggiest part of the whole game. And that was like, and I did that all in one day and I was like, oh God, like I can't play this anymore. And I was just kind of like, I didn't even finish it. I was just like, all right, I'm done. And I w- it was right at the end of chapter two, but yeah, playing it in one thing, I can imagine being like uh, crazy. But yeah, the, it's the, the first game I've beat on Switch where I've never taken it off of, like it was the only game that was playing. Like I never took it out of sleep mode. So I never saw the title screen again until I beat it. Oh, yeah. Does that mean you loved it? That means I was committed to finishing it. Once Trey told me I could, he's like, you'll finish it in eight hours. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to finish it. So, like, yesterday, I just, like, I played it for, like, four or five hours straight to finish it up. Yeah, I just record. I did, like, a recording thing for YouTube, and I was like, I'll just, because, uh, you know, Jess and I, like, went on vacation for a couple of days, and I was like, I can finish this before we go. So, I was, like, trying to trying to get through it and all that. But I think towards the back half, it gets a lot easier to play. But yeah, it's basically the idea is this uh this um cat character that's like a person but looks like a cat gets home get, comes back from uh, college because of college didn't work out or whatever and uh, she hopes that her life will go back to normal now I guess since she dropped out of school that's like basically the premise of it and she's like twenty right yeah yeah something like yeah that. she's really yeah. young and she's like basically just running from her problems is kind of the whole I think the whole point of the the game right mm-hmm. she thinks she can escape her problems by going to a new location and then thinks those problems will be left at her other spot when she comes back home again sure oh yeah she thinks it's going to be whatever it was before yeah mm-hmm. so she can't really 
face it, which is kind of like how it ends too, where it's like, oh, we'll just just try to be normal, I guess. But I, but there are a lot of like the premise of it, I think, like is what I really liked about it, like the whole like sh- shitty town. Like we all, I'm sure, I know, I know you you do, Jeremy and I do have like a shitty town that we're from. That when you come back and nobody's really I done mean, anything down, and down you know. <laughs> to the band practices in the game. This yeah. is like me going home like for a couple of years there. <laughs> When I moved back to my hometown, like, seriously, there was band practice. There was, yeah, there was, like, my friends that had, like, gotten real jobs, and I was still kind of, like, lost. And, yeah, I, I felt, I, I identified with this game a lot. Yeah. For sure. Well, I I, I, I mean, it wasn't, like, as bad as, as I was, but it kind of reminded me of, like, being out of college, sort of, in Chicago and just constantly just not knowing what to do. But my, but my path was way worse because I just, like, drank all the time at bars, you know, because I didn't have anything else to do, that type of thing. And I kind of like, I mean, I almost wanted the game to be even like worse, like more brutal. I wanted the time to actually move slowly. Like it does like when you're depressed and you have nothing to do and you're like at your parents' house and, you know, and you Mm -hmm. sleep till whatever, and then you can't sleep. So you got to stay up till like four or five. Like I kind of wish that they would have mixed a little bit of that in there, like the actual time instead of a herb, just, you know, going to bed whenever you want to after whatever thing that you did i don't know did any of you guys play persona by chance because this game reminds me a lot of persona minus the rpg stuff like just I play a little like bit just of the appoint- appointments five whatever the newest one is but i never finished it yeah i haven't because i played per- persona 4 like i played like 30 hours of that and this game reminds me of persona 4 except for if you took out all the like dungeons and all the leveling up and all the fighting you basically get this game because that's what that's what you do there because in that one you have to go to school you can do extracurricular activities you can go hang out with your friends you can get a job but you can only do like so much and then you end up back at your house and then you can then you have to go to bed you can either like read a book for a little bit and then go to bed but it's like same sort of exact timing thing you know where you, you only have so much time to do whatever but uh do you want to get into um our likes and dislikes of it then since we set up the presence or the sure. pre- premise yeah yeah, though, I think one quick thing to add in terms of describing the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, obviously, it's kind of implied, but it's like a adventure visual novel, basically, like super story driven. And it has like one thing that's kind of interesting is like it has like the narrative of like coming back home and like the angst of being in like this um, kind of in between stage in your life where nothing's really happening. And then also like the like mysterious murder that happened early in the game like there's like that weird like dual narrative going on where it's like kind of supernatural spooky murder mystery type thing in the background of the angst yeah they kind of want to have there has to be some sort of story in there right which uh you know with some sort of murder mystery ish thing which is also like persona (laughs) they do the same thing in that where it's like there's a you know has to be some sort of uh supernatural or that more like crime whatever in there I was going to say, some people call it a walking simulator, and I and I would totally agree with that, because there's a lot of uh, walking in. I don't know how you guys played it, but I basically jumped all the time because I thought it made me walk a little bit quicker, because I felt like she moved incredibly slow. Yeah, it was game. fun to bounce like on the houses and stuff, so yeah, yeah I would jump around a bunch. Cause she cause does- I would say... I would say, like, at least it was appropriate it was a cat. Like, you're a cat that's running along the power lines. Like, jumping and climbing on everything made sense, contextually, at least in that regard there's also regular cats in there too so how does that work is it like goofy and Pluto yeah i took a like few screenshots of, uh... of that i was like what the <laughs> fuck? am i like am i like a bobcat am i like a savant like you know am i some sort of like giant wild cat and these are domesticated cats what's up with yeah. this i don't know i think i made a comment about that in my in my youtube video too where i was like oh hey there's there's a cat but it's like a cat cat it's not a... maybe they're actually all just furries <laughs> they're not even 
yeah. humanoid cats. <laughs> could, could be. Yeah, Don't give away the ending. Oh yeah, that's the, what the thumbnail it, should be. At the end, it's just Splatoon too. Yeah. yeah. In the end, they just decide to squirt each other with with ink. That'd be a, that, that'd be an interesting ending. It just turns into a different game. It's actually the prequel to Splatoon One. <laughs> yeah, every, everything was two D before uh, the end. The world ended because <laughs> Splatoon is like post apocalyptic, right? Like everybody's dead, yeah. pretty much. Oh, totally. except for squid people. Yeah. yeah. So the game, <laughs> likes and dislikes, right? Yeah. Um I like that he can that she can do a triple jump like Mario. That's what I wanted to say. That's why I jumped around a lot because <laughs> the third one you jump higher and it made me feel feel like I was moving faster. Especially on certain parts of the game because she's slow. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the only time you hear her voice too at the third jump. Oh yeah. So um I know that I I I read like from from your article, I know you said that a lot of it uh was like I was saying, was like slow and, and kinda dull. Parts, yeah, right? and I and I agree with some of that. Like I said, the um, this I felt like the second chapter, which is just like you just going to like whoever's store and going and doing a thing, and then going home and going to sleep, like that. I felt like that part really dragged. So like that was probably my biggest dislike of the game was that part because I had a really hard time towards the end of it when nothing was really happening, nothing of the like big supernatural story, or whatever. I was kind of like, I don't know how many more days I can do, <laughs> like, like days, like yeah. game days, you know, that I can do this before I have to turn the game off because I felt like it was kind of just starting to wear on me. You know, it's like, oh, this is pretty tedious. You know. Yeah, and for me, it made the objective a little unclear. Um, sure. I, I do like, there are some things I really like about the game, like some of the details in it and the way that it's designed. Uh, some I think some of the design choices are really smart, like, I love that in like your room in May's room, she has her laptop and on there. Um, well, one there's that. What is that game called? Dungeon? Oh, uh, something? tower. Tower. Some demon, demon tower. Demon. Demon tower. Yeah. Demon tower. tower yeah. Demon, oh. demon tower. Yeah. So there's like that game, but then there's also like kind of your to do list on there, and I just think that's like really like well ingrained. Um, same thing. How with the pause menu being your diary with your little like message from your therapist or oh, yeah. little thing you wrote down. So. Like stuff like that helped kind of move things along, but there were definitely parts of the game where, and I'm one of those people that like uh, within semi reason, like I try to do everything when it's like a, mm-hmm. you know, a walking sim or a visual novel. I'm like, let me open all the drawers. Let me talk to everybody. Yeah. But after a while, I'm just like, like during that, I assume it was chapter two. I can't really remember the chapters as well, but um, like when they divide, but I'm just like, okay, I'm kind of doing everything, but it just, it kind of didn't come off as satisfying as it normally does to me. I think just yeah. because like, it was so much of like the same people in the same stores. And like, I think the monotony was done on purpose, but mm-hmm. as a game, it didn't feel worthwhile. Cause I don't think everything in games needs to be necessarily enjoyable or fun, but I didn't feel like I was enriched by that aspect of the narrative. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I th- thought that maybe they were trying to like, have you feel like the, how much it drags to be in that town. And or, that's why I said like, they could make it more t- torturous and like make you wait, you know, make the wait the minutes and the hours and all that. But, but like, it, but I felt the same way on that, that it did kind of get like sort of, especially because I was like trying to feed the rats. Like, did you do that where you get the food yeah. and you get to the rats and all that? I don't know. I don't think I completed that quest, but I, I was feeding them for some time. I think all they, I, I think, think it all, feed the rats. I think yeah, all they live they, inside the broken pinata or something. Yeah. Or, that, or like an old, it's like an old, um, it's a balloon, I think, from a, from a, parade right like a macy's day parade type thing i'm like doing charades right now on camera but yeah Yeah. it's (laughs) it's from like a festival or parade thing they have like an old hollowed out it's like the big character but without any of like the decorative stuff on the outside as much it's like kind of hollowed out she calls them the miracle babies 
that are in there. The uh, the rats that like they came from nowhere and they were just born inside. I never of this found that duck thing. You never found the rats? No. Oh well, now you got something to go back and play. Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I I played it till you couldn't feed them anymore. So I don't know if that's as far as you could go or not. Let me ask you this though: Did any of you guys open the safe? Yes. You did? I don't think so. It was in the crawl space. Like you have to. Like I you, did. Like you talk to your dad about it, and he has to move the boxes. Oh, maybe. What's in there? I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't or get in there. I was going to ask. <laughs> well, I mean, I was, I was going to say like uh, <laughs> I was going to say like uh, spoilers on this. You know, it's a it's a six hour game. Uh, play it. Play it and come back. You know, or listen, <laughs> listen to this and then the play. Did it, you get back, into the safe tray? No, I didn't get in the safe. Oh well, I didn't get the rats, but I got into the fucking safe. So yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I just want to know how did you get in there? What did you use? I I got the I got the password to the safe or the combination to the safe. Oh, oh maybe I did get in there. What's in there though? It's your tooth, right? <laughs> uh, it's a tooth. Oh, I don't. I think I might have gotten that, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. do you do you remember the microfilm? The microfiche at the no. at the library when, when you go into the library and you're looking at all the microfilm. Yeah, you're looking for the ghost stories. Did you do there. that? Yeah. There's a story. There's a story in there about a mag- like basically about a tooth. So like, just go read that story. That's uh, I'll leave it at that. Oh, because I read all of the stories in the microfiche thing, and I didn't. I, I guess it, because I had already read read all the ghost ones, they were just like, I'm not interested in this one. Like whenever, because I would still click on all of them to see if anything happened. That was actually my favorite part in a weird way because I wasn't even playing the game, but I was like getting all the lore together. And like that whole, that whole microfiche or whatever they call it section, you can basically get a whole history of the town up until that point in time, but it doesn't really intersect the story in like a playable way. You just learn the story more. That's all it is. Yeah. So I learned about that and I totally knew what I, because I had already opened the safe when I found the microfiche. So I found out what I had based on that, and that was how that went. But I never found this pinata you're talking about. Well, whenever like the construction, like there's a construction that's that um gets finished or whatever, and your mom says like don't jump on the power lines, and I you know obviously mm-hmm. this is what I think in games. You say don't do it, I'll go do it. So I went straight to the power lines and jumped around, and then I found a there's a window that you can open, and when you go in there, you find like this. This old yeah. uh, the old parade balloon and there's rats inside of it that you can feed and you can steal you can steal pretzels from that pierogi guy in the in the old like um, subway. Oh, area. I let you if I finally let you steal them. Yeah, you can steal them from there for the rats to a point. And basically, I mean, you know, spoilers. They basically they just leave the duck is all that happens. That one was kind of disappointing too. That that's all that happens when you you feed the rats and they multiply. And then they just they leave and they're outside of the of the building now. And B says later that she has a rat problem because it's above her building, so they have a rat problem in her store after that. But that's about all that happens with that. But yeah, no, I mean there was there's not a whole lot of uh, aside from the regular story. There's really not a whole lot to get in there. Like when you're talking about like trying to finish the whole thing, I didn't feel like aside from like getting because I guess you could get different endings depending on who you hang out with more, right? Between like uh, Greg or B. But I mean, oh, I didn't, it's never yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's never really a puzzle game. Well, there's not really, there's not really a whole lot for you to figure out in it. Like you can't. No, and you're always getting yeah. pushed forward because time yeah. is moving on. So I get the so. walking simulator comparison because you don't, you can't get killed. Like you can't really. I didn't really find like there was anything that I was confused about aside from like the safe. You know, I didn't figure out how to do that. But like for the moment, but then I still like the game was over. 
And after the game's over, you can't like come back. It's like already like new game, you know. Yeah, it starts new. Which kind of sucks. How would to- it compare to something like Monkey Island? Like you're trying to get items and figure out what goes where. I mean. It's like it's not, not really not, like that at not all, really right? no yeah not really. it's not it's not like um it's not like strong it's more bad narr- or like, it's all like narrative based I would say or like data so totally tentacle or like stuff a, like that yeah it's novel. through your conversations right that you progress the story yeah it's a two D like it's two D you walk back and forth and you talk to people and you can go and only in certain places and it kind of well, about yeah. goes from there temporary game like uh, Oxen Free I didn't play mm, I didn't it, play Oxen that's Free. a walking simulator too yeah. For sure, but I think that I think that had more choice based yeah stuff in it. Yeah, I think Oxenfree was a lot more choice based and a lot more mm-hmm. diverse in its endings. Um I actually not I'm not even sure if I knew that Night in the Woods had multiple endings. I'm pretty sure those endings are like the differences are kind of negligible as opposed to Oxenfree, like the differences are very big. Um I also feel like Oxenfree is more supernaturals in the forefront, growing yeah. up and like coming of age is in the background mm-hmm. of the supernatural. Yeah. Here it's mm-hmm. like coming of age but slightly older is in the front and the weird murder is very much in the backdrop which is kind of narratively awkward like i feel like they're yeah. always kind of trying to they play both worlds too. and it mm-hmm. i don't i think it's not always successfully done in my opinion um other differences oxen free is i feel like the gameplay is a lot more consistent in oxen free there's still not a lot of like quote-unquote traditional gameplay in terms of like you're doing action as the player and not just selecting dialogue like Oxenfree's only action is like like winding the music box mm-hmm. or like um, sometimes you have like even though there's it's still just choosing dialogue. I feel like the puzzles with the quasi ghosts are more gamey than like anything you'll encounter in Night in the Woods. Um, mm-hmm. But Night in the Woods has a, a bigger variety of gameplay. But in my opinion, only a few of them are interesting or done in a way that I, like excites me as a player. So I love the rhythm games they have in there when you're playing with your band. Yeah, um, like the game within the game is cool. Uh, Demon Tower, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But other ones that I didn't like as much, the uh, there's like a shoplifting mini game, which I found super unrealistic for how you actually shoplift. Oh yeah, like you just grab and go. It's, <laughs> you like hold this it. Weird thing yeah. where, like, <laughs> you hold it right the, above your the, pocket, and they don't know. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But it was yeah. like, right. There so was you'd a, have it close to your pocket and just stop moving. Yeah, like someone's eyes would like move, like in almost yeah. like clockwise, like periodically, uh-huh. and you'd have to like move at the right time. But, like, your hand would be, like, over the item, and then yeah. you're like, oh, but if I freeze, they don't see me. It's like, what? That's so unrealistic. I know yeah. it's just a well, game it's even to the it's point where it's like, sure. But yeah. even to the point where you're about to, like, put it in your pocket, and you freeze with the yeah. about to go in your <laughs> oh, pocket, cool. and they yeah. don't notice, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just kind of oh, how it works. But, yeah, no, it's not realistic at all, but... It was just a yeah. mini game. Yeah, I thought that was funny. But, I mean, yeah, we did forget, we didn't say anything about the Guitar Hero type stuff in there, which I did really like that. But what, like, I did, too. Well, like, I don't know if you guys found this too, but when I was trying to do it, I'm like, I really like the Die Anywhere Else song. I think that's awesome. And I think that's a total, like, you know, amazing, like, emo, depressed song that I totally would have listened to, like, in my early 20s. And I like it now too, you know, especially, you know, from being from a small town and, you know, having to die, like, where you grew up is, I think, is a depressing thing to me. But, (laughs) you know, and I like that song, but I, I went, I played that song and then I went home and I practiced it a bunch till I got good at it. And then I came back and then the, we played a different song and that like, they, yeah. I was like, oh, and then like every time it was a different song. So I thought that was funny. That kind of caught me off guard. The very last like, song that I had to play at band practice, I like, I was really bad. It was, yeah. I was not ready for it. Yeah. It's tough. And, yeah. 
And at the very end, when you like have a, you, when they're like, let's have a, let's have a, another practice together. And, they, ho- and you don't play a song at the end. Yeah, you don't play, a, you don't play any songs. Like I was hoping that you would play a I song and the really, credits would really go. I was really, disappointed. Yeah. But uh, in your, uh, but I wanted to get at when you're talking about like the um, coming of age stuff in your article, Janet, you mentioned that the, uh, that you said that it was cliche, right? The, um, the main character, like kind of what they were going for with the, um, what it like, a compared to other like i i don't play a whole lot of games like this mm-hmm. so i don't so it didn't necessarily seem cliche to me but can you elaborate on that yeah i don't i don't wouldn't say it's necessarily cliche in the scheme of other narrative games or walking sims of which i haven't played too too many like i've basically only done like oxen free life is strange a few other visual novels like one at dance simulator which is an awesome game by lucy blundell so i've done a couple here and there but i just felt like it was really like cliche slash over the top like the goal was to make May into like kind of this like shit show person. But I feel like she's too extreme to the point where I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't like, I like wouldn't be around this person. Don't want to be around this person. Like it's just so extremely like whack. Like there are ways to be like drifting and still be like, have some redeeming qualities. But I felt like they kind of really overdid it with May. Like she's, you know, she dropped out of college. Uh, She doesn't have a job. She's, you know, theoretically unemployed for it's hard to judge time in the game, but it goes from like, you know, probably a couple months or whatever, where she's just kind of like, yeah. hanging out. Um, But she's like kind of a jerk to her parents who are like super supportive of her on a couple levels, like they are putting her up, they like, presumably pay for her therapy sessions and all these other things. So I kind mm-hmm. of feel like it's very like, it very, very much feels like the catcher in the rye of video games, which some people are like, yes, and I'm like, God, no. Um, so I, I, I see that for similar yeah. reasons it's like it's just like so overdone that I'm like oh I just don't vibe with this character or feel like it it doesn't feel relatable as a coming of age story to me because it's so contrived um, which I think you know is dependent a little bit on experience but also I'm like okay I don't know who's dropping out of college being a douche to their parents shoplifting at like a bootleg hot topic and also mm-hmm. like doing all these other things like it just seemed like kind of really really overdone um and I liked all the other characters so much more. Like, I think they're a lot more nuanced, but they're still flawed. So mm. I think that's really cool. And I'm like, well, why? Like, if we have all these dynamic characters, we have like B, where she's, you know, kind of standoffish and hard, uh, but also has gone through a lot. Um, and then we have like other characters that have their own traumas and issues they deal with. Um, and those are a lot more nuanced and interesting. And then we have May, who's just like big, like bratty archetype. And I'm like, ah, why? Like, there's so many other cool characters. Um, I mean, Greg. Greg's kind of like that too, to be honest. I mean, Greg is the bad influence, and B's like the more grounded one. Is what I got between the two of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I found Greg just to be really uh, like weirdly immature, but like in a goofy way. Like it was, I don't know. I feel like it's his own thing. I mean, he wants yeah. to. He wants a knife fight. I mean, that's. <laughs> he wants well, he to was. Yeah. Like, what was with the, when the, when the knife like fight self, happened? I knew I was self-damaging. Yeah. yeah. Well, Greg. Well, he says that like. What what Greg says it made me think that like uh, that him that him and May that they all kind of used to cause trouble when they were younger because when May comes back he's like I have this like new energy to go like fuck shit up again like because we used to do, is what I got from it you know because mm-hmm. he's like let's go break the, let's go do crimes let's go break the law like we used to like fuck shit up in high school you know that's kind of what I got from him because he's like the you know leather jacket destroyer guy or whatever and we didn't even mention there's a complete side note on that. I really like that there's a homosexual, openly homosexual couple in there, and they never really mention that that that's weird or anything at all. It's like just straight in there. I do like it that. Just for, is just it's there. Yeah, cool for Greg and they're um, the only couple besides for Greg and Angus. May's parents, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And May goes for a girl at a party too. 
which I thought was cool. Yeah, so Mace Windu as well, yeah. or queer to some extent as well. I mean, she she was in her ex, like she told him he was a cute boy and. The cute boys suck, but I d- I really did like her drunken meltdown. Like I know it the was drunken meltdown was good. Where she pukes, but I thought it was the, well yeah. played, and I liked how she got really dark with it, and like, but still was funny, even though she was like meltdown drunk. My favorite like, that thing reminded about me that. a lot of mm-hmm. yeah, like indie films and shit I've seen over time. Oh sure, yeah, I think that's part of yeah. it that everything is kind of like a little is supposed to have like a comedic side to it, like dark comedy stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, one thing that I thought was really cool about her drunken meltdown, it wasn't necessarily like the fact that she, for me, the fact that she had it, but it was the way it was presented um, in the game because like you have these dialogue choices and mm-hmm. the the choices could be like, this is just totally made up. It'd be something like, you know, oh, what's wrong with you? And it'd be like, I don't know. I'm just really stressed out. You know, coming home is really hard, blah, blah. Or your choice would be something like, um, you know, to be honest, I just don't want to talk about it right now. I just need to relax, like something kind of more complex. And then when you, whichever one you clicked on, what you actually said was like incoherent nonsense because you're wasted. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that was so, so smart because it really replicated what being wasted is. Where you're like, yeah. I want to communicate this thing, but mm. I'm just going to like throw out words. They don't make a whole lot of sense and they're really incoherent and awkward. Um, and I thought that was really smart. So, yeah, there are a few times where I think the game mechanics really serve well to create the feeling that the player should have. But I think more often than not, those things don't work together. But when they work together, it's very brilliant and well done. But I feel like those moments are few and far between. Like the high points are very high in this game. Yeah. But a lot of it's uh, kind of low for me or middle. Um, yeah. But the ending of the game is like amazing. It's like one of the best moments I've seen it almost makes it worth playing in my opinion yeah there were there not fully were, but almost does yeah there, there were a couple parts that just like really like had me like like i was like almost tears you know like like the part i don't know if you guys you guys got to the part where you go to like the graveyard with uh angus right or no no it's yeah. not the graveyard or the cliff or whatever where you look with at the D. stars no the one where you go with angus and you look at the stars and he talks about how his parents like beat him up and all that and like how he's no, a different yeah. person now Okay. Really? Because that part almost had me like I thought I, that I picked B because she hated me and I thought I had to like repair my friendship so I like. Oh yeah. Because I, I actually tried to do it. I tried to do both. Like I tried to alternate between Greg and B, but then I had ended up being that I was friends with B more. I guess because the part where you know we said spoilers for the whole thing um, <laughs> when May gets shot by the by the bad guys or whatever or whatever they are. Um, whoever you turn into there is supposedly the one that you hung out with the most. Like you can either be Greg or B for. That I was part. definitely B. So that's what I heard for the different, yeah, so for the different sides of it. But I kind of went back and forth between them because I tried to like. It's the same way I did it with Persona. I tried to like hang out with everybody. Well, Greg you know, kept telling me times. like he was having date night with Angus. I was like, oh yeah, and that, I and that too. Yeah, but when you get after you look at the microfiche stuff, there's like three different places you can go with the uh, Angus, Greg, or or B. And if you yeah, gonna, and I started in order. Yeah, yeah, and I went with Angus first, and that's oh, where you go and you draw these. You I should have done him or Greg first. Yeah, you draw all these constellations in the stars, and you talk about all these like mythical creatures and stuff. And I really like that part, and that, that I thought that part was, was really cool. Like they have like a heart to heart, and then there's that crazy ghost thing in the back, and that's like the first time I see that. I saw that, you know, that part in the end part where she like types them like the letter to like all her friends, like at the very end before they do the. Um, Oh yeah, band part. That part was amazing. That part really had me. Like, I was like, that was really cool. That, re- you know, that like, really yeah. reminded me of yeah, way back in the day. What? Of, yeah, <laughs> does it remind you of a that... AOL and Messenger? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would have been like like Jeremy and I. We we wrote a movie that we never shot in uh, college called uh, Sadness Tour 2001. But that was like that's probably that something. Awesome. That's probably <laughs> something that I had in that. And I actually have a script 
if anybody has time to kill or whatever you can read it but uh it's a you guys should act it out on the podcast <laughs> yeah right <laughs> maybe i don't know but but i feel like the ending would be something like that because there is a whole part where like you know we talk about whatever melodramatic shit we were talking about at the time then but it's very much like that part but not written as well at all <laughs> that but it did remind me of that you know but i really liked it had a good ending to it but i mean would either of you guys like go back to play it again like now that you've finished it <laughs> i know that janet wouldn't but uh would you <laughs> i mean i want to i didn't know there was like more with with greg i mean i i was hoping there's more with angus angus seemed really cool he's the guy i wanted to hang out with yeah the most uh, all the care like the friend characters but um i chose b just because like we used to be friends and then yeah. i couldn't figure out why may would forget that her mom died that didn't make any sense yeah, that's shitty. That, so, that's and really that was shitty. like fucking with my head. I don't that was fucking that with my head. So like that's why I kept hanging out with her specifically because I thought maybe that's what I needed to do to like repair my friendship and figure out what was missing in my brain. Explain that one though. There's a character who forgets that her mom dies. Maybe she was like, no, too, she forgets uh, <laughs> that her best friend's mom dies yeah. because oh, okay. she stops hanging out with her best friend for some random reason, which I think is tied to the violence on the person on the softball field or whatever. But yeah, that part like, that was another. Stop yeah. being friends with B then, and then doesn't remember that her mom dies. Like they still go to high school together. Mm. Yeah, I, it made it sound like they like had some time apart, like while she died or something. I don't know. That part was kind of unbelievable. Well, because I, at the very beginning, like she kicks her out of the cab. You remember that, right? Or kiss her out of the car. Well, yeah. Well, after the um, because she's get, like, your parents are going to be so mad if I throw up in here, and she's just like, get out. And that's all she says. Oh and yeah. And later on, you find out. Oh wait, why don't you remember that my mom died? Like it, it's a double. <laughs> it's two different times that, that <laughs> comes up. Yeah. And that's never explained why she doesn't remember why her best friend's mom died. That was really fucking with my head the whole game. I'm like, what? That's why I chose B every time to hang out with Because you felt so bad that you couldn't, that re- that she couldn't remember yeah, what her mom, well, yeah, that her mom One died. thing that bothered me in terms of plot, especially, and just this is kind of just assuming, but most people come home for college and May definitely strikes me as someone that comes home for college because there's, unless her parents pay for her dorm over the summer mm-hmm. but she's like a sophomore or something when she drops out like it's supposed to be her second year but she drops out yeah, she's gone through the whole year. yeah so she's theoretically she she's gone summer. came for the summer went back to school and then by september she's like you know what not nah, f this i can't do it anymore oh, i didn't know that much stuff going on um so but she acts like she's seeing everyone for the first time from being away from college yeah but i'm like have, didn't you already see them like i don't understand oh yeah i didn't i didn't okay, catch that yeah. i thought that she I didn't was think about yeah. that till, like so much later in the game yeah, I didn't even know that. Like, I was under the impression that she was, like, only there for, like, a half a semester or something, and she got freaked out and decided she didn't want to do it anymore. I I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that if she had been there for a whole year and a half, it's like, yeah, you know, like, what were you doing over the, the summer? Fall. Um, yeah. So, like, she drops out, like, quarter one of, of year two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I was my, like, wait, you, like... What did she do that whole summer before? Yeah, did she yeah it's not been there? that long. Yeah, she had she summer school. She doesn't strike me as the internship type, <laughs> or maybe she does. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I didn't really. I had a hard time with the um with the thing with baseball, and like I didn't really. I don't know. I didn't necessarily. I didn't feel like she gave a really good reason for like why she dropped out of college. I guess, and I didn't think that like her like beating the shit out of a dude with a baseball. She never gave a good reason ju- for that. Just because he turned into there was like never polygons or something that. like that was like. What? No, that I had problems with that too. Where I was like, um, I don't think that's a good reason, and I don't think you're really giving a compelling reason to. I mean, 
practically almost anything, kill somebody like her, with a baseball like, bat. There's a common use of like swinging a bat in the mini games stuff. So like it goes back to that, like in recollection or whatever, in mm. her brain or her memories. But like she never mentions like coming to peace with that person. She just seems to hate that people can't get over it. Yeah, that makes which you know that makes I mean? her like, seem like really like, bad. <laughs> why haven't they gotten over that thing that happened in high school? When you find out what it was, it's a pretty fucking big deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like she well, practically there's a killed baseball the dude. bat involved. Yeah. It wasn't like she like punched him. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, spoilers. Damn it. Well, we said that at the beginning. It's a spoil. I'll put it in the notes too. They'll figure it out. But you know, I but mean, that's it's... pretty fucking intense, right? Like, yeah. wouldn't you expect your town to remember that happening? Yeah, right. I mean, especially her parents, like, because they talk about like, did she had an incident, you know? But I didn't know it was like that. But I mean, did it? Did you find like that her, like that her explanation of it was was like made sense? Like Janet, I mean, did you think it was? It was all right, but I also feel like, um, and I don't know, there's like a lot of ways to portray mental mm. illness and, yeah. you know, violence can be a component of mental illness for sure. But it also just felt kind of like, I guess that also felt like cliched to me. It's like, oh, the person with mental health problems, like, is just super messed up. Like, mm. you know, they're violent and they're like a dropout and they don't have a job. It's like, you know, and that's why I like B so much as a character. She's like, yeah, I, she's like, she's like the less yuppie version of May, where it's like, oh, I have drama too. I have my dead mom, but then the day I'm, I have to punch into work because I'm not a piece of garbage, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's just like, Ugh. oh, I fucking but, love B. B's my yeah, favorite. she's great. Well, B's like I the want rock. Her, I love yeah. her outfit. I want like it's weird because I kind of hate this game, but I, I like a lot of little parts of it. So <laughs> yeah. like, I want her favorite. outfit. Her outfit's so cute. You want the ankh, the uh, the Egyptian symbol, and all that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. I want her to have, she should have her own game. Like, I don't care about May. I don't want to be this person. Um, <laughs> Nights in the, Night, Night in like, the Woods oh, too. Like, uh, be oh, story. You can have a flawed lead character. I'm like, yeah, but they're annoying and bad. Yeah. Like, and not well written to me. Or yeah. as well as nuanced. I think it's better to make a nuanced character than just a character that I absolutely hate. Like, I can right. dislike you and have you be complex. Like Strictly polarizing or nuanced, right? Mm. Yeah. So I thought it was too much on that end. I like the I like how B smoked everywhere and nobody seemed to care. Like I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, she that. had a fake cigarette. <laughs> I thought it was a real cigarette. You I, saw, that out. I saw. I saw. No, was you it? find out it was a fake. Oh well, man, I didn't get Wasn't anything from this game apparently. Yeah, well, when she was outside, out. it was. Yeah. But when she was inside, it was a fake cigarette. Oh. I think she was just vaping the whole game. <laughs> yeah, I guess I missed. I she missed was all, I missed all yeah. this stuff. You know, I was like, I was just like, oh yeah, you're badass. You smoke wherever you want. You know, nobody cares. I think she had one. I was like super into her. Like she was like that's why I hung out with her all the time. I'm like, this character's awesome. Like I wanted to know more about her. So I just like hung out with her the whole time. I, I liked yeah. when uh, and I, I like actually She vaped. I know that She's a vapor. <laughs> I know that in your article you said that you didn't like the part when uh they went to that second party at the college, Janet. Yeah. And I like I like well, that part because I felt I like she like was the, uh, defending B sort of like that was kinda like well, she, I felt like she was saying, like, she was trying to be like, you know, well, B's real. Like, she has a real job. She's not in college like like this guy that's doing poli-sci or whatever. I mean, she was obviously being like an awkward 20-year-old and trying to trying to make her friend look good, but also embarrass her at the same time. But, but yeah, that part. Uh, she just didn't like that guy, and she was like, you can't hook up with this dude. I fucking hate him. Like, she it, was being a total just jerk at that point. Is that what you thought it was? Even if it was for, even if it was for the best... If she had the best intentions, she was still kind of being a jerk right there. Yeah. No, I felt like that was just her character, though, that she's just a jerk. I don't know. In in, in my early 20s, like, I was pretty shitty, so I could kind of relate to Maybe me Maybe that's in that what way. bothers me, too, about yeah. this game. I'm like, this is not... 
this is not the experience. Like, as someone in their well, I'm like leaving early 20s, I guess, as it's at this point. But they're like, oh, this is so my 20s. And I'm like, this is not my 20s. Like, I have to pay my gas bill. Like, let's get it. It's real life. Sure. Um, Yeah. But yeah, but I I just wish it was more nuanced, I think. And less like, honestly, this game strikes me as very like, um, which is a very controversial thing that I would not bring up on NBC because the group would lose their mind. But it's very like white and Midwest to me. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, hyper, no, I think that's part of it. Yeah. It's super white, white Midwest. No, I think yeah, that's part of like, it. Yeah, too much. That's I mean, why, we, white that's why we recognize too far. So well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll do Life is Strange. And that game is also very white. Like, it's a yeah. private art school. Like, it's a very white game. Sure. Um, but yeah, this one felt like almost like a caricature of that. Like the most extreme. It was more than just like Natty Light in some parking lot. It was like knife fight in the woods and like just random weird stuff that I thought was even too far for it being a contrived like white narrative game, which a lot of narrative games end up being like, I don't know, just kind of a thing of the genre for some reason, at least the popular ones. Yeah. Yeah. May doesn't, I mean, I guess may doesn't really have to like, I mean, she, she doesn't really like punish much for what she does. You know, she doesn't really have to like atone for her. Her her, her aunt is the cop. That's how she gets out of everything. Yeah. So she doesn't. Oh yeah. And she's like, Oh, anything that happens. I'm like, you're not, you're not for the people. (laughs) Like, can you just not? Yeah. She's not, there's not really any redemption for her. I guess she's just like, she doesn't really, she doesn't have to like, she doesn't have to face any of the shit that she does. Like she didn't really have to do anything about beating that guy with the bat. You know, (laughs) it didn't seem like, I mean, aside from going to therapy, you know, I don't know. I would think that would be like, like some straight jacket stuff or something. I don't know at some point, but yeah, she doesn't really. And that's kind of the way it ends is like, you know, where the, she's like, we're just gonna, we're just gonna like have a band practice and everything's going to kind of stay the same. And that's going to be we'll okay. Figure everything out tomorrow. Yeah. Cause they're going to like report it to the police the next day. Right. Is that sort of how the game ends? Like yeah. let's talk we're just about band practice tonight and then we're going to talk to the cops tomorrow. Let's talk about that ending, which I kind of thought, I thought that was cliched. Like, I kind of called that before it even happened. I was like, oh, this is going to be like Hot Fuzz, where they have the group, and like, and there's like the secret cult, like, and they're trying to help the town, you know, like where they find the, all the guys in the robes and all that in the mine. Like, that kind of was yep. super predictable. Oh, I, I still part. could, <laughs> but I, I mean, I still couldn't tell if that was real. Like, the game leaves you wondering, like, is yeah. it real? Oh, really? I thought it was real. I'm too deep yeah, it's, it's definitely, no, it's definitely real. They all, all the characters acknowledge it. And they but even, if they like, all die, yeah. The death of the, which I always thought the guy like on the on the uh, when you open up your laptop, there's the there's the icon at the very bottom. That's the guy that's dead. That's the guy who was the drummer in your band that's gone missing. The uh, shark thing or whatever it was, the thing that like makes noises when you click it, the one that's like Hurr. no no no. So <laughs> so you've got uh, you've got at the top you've got B, then you got uh, Greg, then you got Angus, and then the fourth one is uh. Oh. The guy who used to be the drummer of your band, Casey, who went missing last summer. Oh, yeah, I and forgot like, about Casey. So, like, the whole game, I was expecting, you know, towards the end of the game that that I would flash and I would get a notification from it. But I never did, and I was so sad about that. <laughs> it never said anything to you? I love well, the shark thing you, you find out. in the game. Yeah, he was like, yeah. I clicked it probably, like, for most of the of the of the seven hour playthrough, like one of the hours, which is clicking the little thing. Well, did you guys uh, did you guys die? Like, because you know you can die for like ten minutes or whatever as May in one of Never your died. like if you did died. you do the thing where you pull the where you pull the battery out of the car with Greg? Never did that. No, I don't know if I did. Oh well, spoilers. You <laughs> when you try to pull the car the car battery out, it shocks you and you die for like five minutes. And that shark what happens when you're dead. And that shark thing talks to you. The weird thing that you click in the bottom that makes the weird noises. 
It talks to you while you're dead, and then you come. Right, back. I have to play it again. And then you come back yeah, to it's life. Yeah, cool. This got yeah. a lot of avenues I didn't notice the first time. And then time, you come so. back to life, and Greg tells, and Greg like you know tells you that you were or she or mate says like I was dead for a while or something. Like she gets knocked out, and it's funny because there's no there's like really no right way to do that. Like you're trying to like disconnect the battery, and basically you have to like in order to progress, you have to shock yourself. And like same thing like with the um. If you remember, like, the doorbell thing, like, where you have to shock yourself on that, too. I guess that's sort mm-hmm. of a precursor to the car battery. But, yeah, that's that was a cool, like, secret thing. When you die, that shark thing talks to you and says that you're dead or whatever <laughs> and lets you know. So, so there. I mean, there is cool, like, extra stuff to find if you're, if you're into it. Did you guys play any of the extra DLC? There's, like, actual free extra DLC story stuff on the Switch one. I tried it out. I didn't really understand what was happening. Yeah. I mean, it was a Constellation game. And it had something to do with the tones of the stars I was clicking. Yeah, I didn't get that far. I, I played it before I had beaten the whole thing, so I was like, I just noticed it was in there, and then I just kind of like quit in the middle because I was like, oh, I want to finish the game and get to it, but I never got back to that. To yeah, I didn't. I didn't stuff. play it all because I I played this game via my PS4, like it was one of the free games for a month, so I played it there. Oh, nice! You got it for free. Yeah. Hey, you didn't even have to pay for it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. Had to pay no, for I did. it. <laughs> yeah, but do you do you regret playing paying for it? Jeremy? So nice. So nice. Do I regret paying for it? Yeah. No. It was yeah. nice. It was like Celeste wasn't like killing my spirit anymore. Well, you said it was like the direct opposite of Celeste because Celeste Yeah. Even though even though I would say that Celeste is, is the better game, but it's also oh, like the Celeste more, is way better. The more difficult of the two games. And if you're like I haven't gotten through Celeste because some of it kind of frustrates me, so I have to take a break, you know, cuz I'll just die yeah. too much and I'll be like kind of like I need I need a minute. I need to go play something else. But if you compare both, because last week, like, Jeremy played through Celeste pretty much, like, about in the same time, like, in eight hours. So I understand it being, like, a really good contrast to that. You know, you don't have to worry about dying constantly and, like, pixel-perfect jumping and all that stuff. But it was, I think Celeste had a more redeeming story, for sure, like, the narrative, if there was a narrative, to compare directly. Celeste had a more, like, uplifting narrative. This one... Night in the Woods or Into the Woods. I keep calling it. Night, Night in the Woods. woods. <laughs> it kind of le- it kind of leaves you where it starts you. Yeah. You're just like a you're just a fallible human character and uh shit happens around you and you just learn to adapt. Time right? is a flat circle. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish that well I mean maybe if they ever did a it's like are they going to get in trouble for like killing like these 10 people that are in the mine or whatever that was down there like nobody noticed well, they leave that, like you wondering. That their parents didn't come home or whatever that night, you know, it's like, it was weird. I, don't I mean, know. They, I'm surprised they there were even that many people in the town, to be honest. Yeah, right. It's a small town. No one noticed these 10 people go? Well, you're only seeing one side of the street at all times. Oh, yeah. There's a whole other half, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, oh, there's, when you cross the street, it's where all the murderers yeah. are. Like, Always. They should there's do- another dude on top of the roof that's about to fall down on the other side of the street. See, I want DLC where you're in the cult. Oh, yeah. So you that's can cool. You can see where it all started and all that and why. Uh, yeah, your cult. job is to start the cult and like run it. And facilitate <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a management sim or something. Yeah, cult you simulator. To, you have to I make want. sure that everybody's you going out and doing the what they're doing. On PowerPoint yeah. presentation. <laughs> something like that. Or Google Slides, you know. Did you, <laughs> did you guys get to the garbage island? Did you ever go? Did you go there too? Like the garbage no. boat? No. You were like playing a whole other game. <laughs> you were, man. I did. I did all, everything I did was. Uh, I guess you missed some. You can like find this guy in a boat, like in the subway, and he'll take you to all these different garbage places, and you find stuff. 
And it and it goes in your room, like it becomes decoration in your room, which is really cool. And uh, you find an axe, and I thought you should, were supposed to use the axe to break the safe, but I didn't. I couldn't take it out of the room, so that's why I was confused on that part. But yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was fun to me. I mean, it, it seemed like a flawed but fun game, I guess. In the I end, I would agree. You know, I think like one thing we haven't mentioned, or maybe we have sarcastically, but the art style is good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like, it enjoyable. looks like a. It reminds me a little bit of like I used to want to play Loco Robo. I think it's what's called on PSP. Oh yeah, Loco Robo's dope. I remember I remember seeing that game and being like, I would love to play that, but I don't want to buy a PSP just to play this one game. This looks like that. It's like, and then of course like Mar like a, a Paper Mario and stuff. Mm. But this is more like a more just like the contrast based, you know, construction paper design. I like it. Yeah, I think it looks good. For sure. Um, I mean, we've been we've been going for almost uh, fifty minutes here. Is there anything? Uh, I know we, we've kind of like jumped around about different stuff, but is there anything that I'm missing about the game, or any like final thoughts that you guys want to say as a, on it as a whole? What are your thoughts, Sean, from hearing all our different? We haven't really heard much for you. Like what? Like what have <laughs> like you decided from? Uh, yeah, sorry to overwhelm you with my opinion on uh, on the game. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. but uh, no, it just sounds like something that I would be interested in playing. I love walking simulators or adventure games or whatever you want to call them and i did see the trailer so it piqued my interest visually looks fantastic how much is it by the way maybe that will play a factor it's it's twenty dollars so that might be a little high, i don't think i, I would guess. do it for twenty dollars yeah maybe yeah. 15 yeah i mean i'm right. sure I'm it's sure. right on the verge i'm sure it'll it's on go the verge. on, it'll go yeah, on sale know. or something i was just so intrigued by it because like i said a lot of like you know, guys that I, people that I read, like the we were talking about, like game of the year and all this stuff, and that's why I like wanted to check it out. Plus, I can totally relate to the depressed, you know, depressed nowhere's feel town and all that. And I was like, oh, that's, but it wasn't. It was kind of like it wasn't as good as I guess I thought it would be in the end. But it is like definitely totally like white privilege game, you know. <laughs> and 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 May like, and she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to like. She's not punished for any of the things that she does, which is unfortunate. She's you know, she, she's really not. Like no like redemption. Even when she's really. talking to her mom, and she, doesn't she really has learn an anything. argument with yeah. her mother at one point, and like uh, the the resolution ends up being like, "Hey, I'm your mom. Sorry, we had that argument. We don't need to talk about it anymore." Yeah, like it's like you're not a real adult. Like I'm just your mom. I'm sorry I said that shit to you. Yeah, like you don't ever get the point. Like you don't ever get the. I'm sorry. Like yeah, the impression that May has grown up. She just gets through it yeah by floating along so that's kind of sad i really hope she would grow but it doesn't seem that way well maybe we'll have a night in the woods of later years where may is like older <laughs> and maybe has a job you know like the final fantasy version where it's like 30 years later and everybody's older <laughs> day in the like woods this. i guess that's what it would be day in the woods yeah they could just keep going in time like uh like the romero day movies. shift in the woods Day in, day in the woods. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm definitely in the minority here uh, for feelings towards the game. I do think it's one of those games that, like, if if people like it, and obviously a lot of people do, I wouldn't necessarily, like, fight them on it because I can see why people would like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it just doesn't really do it for me. There's too many, like, little things that aren't really working, um, both in terms of, like, the narrative being constructed in a really fluid way and also in, like, the gameplay helping drive the story in a way that feels fulfilling to me, mm-hmm. which is very hard to do. I think in narrative games, and you know, there's always those people that are like, it's not even a game. You're just 
reading a book. And I'm like, it's not what it is. It's not, that's not true. Um, It's just objectively not true. Um, But yeah, I still think there's some really good high points there and some things that are cool. So I I still don't recommend it because I don't, I think there are also just so much, so many better narrative driven games if you want a narrative driven game or walking sim. But yeah, I can't like, I don't hate it as much as I hate other games, but I definitely don't like it. Do you, you don't recommend it based on the price point, right? Like if it was cheaper, you would recommend it maybe? I, I honestly still wouldn't recommend it only because I don't, I don't like it and I don't think it's holistically, I don't think it's good. Okay. I think there are good parts um, and I could understand why someone would like it. Like there are some games so where a I'm like, I don't understand game. why you like it. Yeah. Uh, I still wouldn't get it because I don't think it's good. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, just only because I, I mean, it's nicer if it's cheaper because then there's less risk. But yeah, it's um like the, but it's interesting because it's like the, the things that are good are really good. So it's, so I would be okay with someone buying it. Like I wouldn't necessarily say like, just because I don't like it means mm-hmm. no one should buy it. But I would recommend maybe looking at what some of the criticisms are depending. But honestly, a game like this, you kind of have to just roll the dice because like, you can't really look at criticisms of a narrative-driven game because there'll probably be narrative-based criticisms, and then you're kind of ruining parts of it for yourself. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's definitely not flawed enough for me to be like, "God, don't buy it." Like, it's not until dawn, but it's not something I enjoy. I mean, it's, it's not generally. like it's not like Skyrim or anything like that, which I would tell nobody to buy, but people still buy that game. You know, really? Like that. <laughs> That's twelve times the price. <laughs> no, I just I, I have my own hatred for that, but we don't need to get it. I, mean, I don't even I didn't even play Skyrim. I played Oblivion, but. That one was bad enough. I haven't played Skyrim yet, and I was planning on it. Oh, well. No, I, it, I, would, I mean, that's a $60 game. That's why I would, I would be like, no, don't, you know. Or get it on your computer. Yeah, or get it for cheaper. I don't know. But, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I would, for a game like that, it's really hard to recommend it. I guess it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, if you kind of like quirky, dark humorish stuff, I'd say try it out for, for people. I think you if know? you just finish Celeste, <laughs> and you're <laughs> like... God damn it. I don't want to be in playing Celeste anymore. Get this game. If you want to try something way easier, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah, no, no, no hard feelings on Skyrim. If you want to play Skyrim, you should play Skyrim. (laughs) But, uh, you should look up. There was an article that IGN did that said, like, here are the things that need to be fixed for the next, uh, Elder Scrolls game slash Skyrim, whatever. Go read that. And if those things that are in there are things that you don't want to play, don't get it is what I is what I say. <laughs> That's why I didn't get it because the list of everything that was on there was all the stuff that I hated from from Oblivion, which I thought was total bullshit. So that's why I didn't get Skyrim because I'm like, all oh, right, I'm gonna hate this game too because all this shit is also wrong. So that's my that's my uh, advice on that one. Plus that one's like yeah. 60, sixty bucks, so it's three times the price of or like sixty times the price because you you got it through uh, <laughs> PlayStation Plus, which is cool. You know, that's always yeah. a good way to get it. Cool. All right. Well, uh, if uh, yeah, I know I don't want to keep you too late here, but uh, but thanks, thanks for being on again, Janet. And, yeah, this um, was fun. What is and you and you wrote the article that you wrote on this is on Nerd Much, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I can put the I'll put a link to it in the um, details for the episode. Is there anything you want to plug before uh, before we go here? That you're working um, on? Yeah, I have some quick things. Uh, one thing is uh, you know my Twitter, which is uh, at GameOnesis. That's Game O N Y S U S. Uh, funny enough, I've actually written about Night in the Woods in total three times. Oh wow! <laughs> like one for Nerd Munch, one for an old site, Bit Cultures, and one for my blog. So it's it gives you, you a lot must to like think it, about. I am intrigued. It's intriguing. <laughs> it's intriguingly flawed. Um, it's enough that I could get some stories out of it. So so there's something there. 
for sure. Um, the other thing I want to plug is I just had an article actually go up on Kotaku.com, which is super exciting. Oh, nice. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and it's um, it's my grandiose quest to play FIFA's most underappreciated teams, I think is the wording of the article. Uh, that's pinned on my Twitter, uh, so check that out. I talk about these elaborate FIFA tournaments I do with my brother where we like pick a country or a theme and then we like have music that matches it and then we like have drinks that match it and it's oh, wow. really elaborate and, and nerdy. So uh, even if you don't vibe with FIFA or sports sims, I think that um, anyone can appreciate the lengths we go to... Uh, enjoy a game from a different angle, uh, which I think all of us have done to some extent. So yeah, check that out. I'm really excited about it. And I worked really hard on getting it uh, to its final stages. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I know like absolutely nothing about FIFA. Like I think the last FIFA I played was FIFA 64 on N64 because there wasn't much games to play then. But I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah I'd like also to, a good game. Yeah. <laughs> well, FIFA I'm, 95 on Game Gear for me. Nice. What was the last one you played? Yeah. But yeah, no, that definitely. No, that sounds cool. I like that stuff. Like when you do like the extra theme or like, you know, is it just like w- w- less well-known teams and just uh, stuff based around all that? Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's yeah. definitely cool. Yeah, I'd like to read that and uh, everyone check that out for sure. I'll put a I'll 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 put links to it and all that on on the details for the for the episode. Oh. If you can look at that. All right, cool. This has been uh this has been our episode 107, right? So it's 107, right? You guys, <laughs> you guys are on the show all the time, you know, right? Yeah, we're 107. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, this, this has been episode 107 of Nintendo Main. Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jeremy Kowski. John Litter. And our guest. Janet Garcia. And, uh, you know, you can you can find us at NintendoMainPodcast.com. Um, we have a YouTube channel, uh, Fingmaters. Uh, <laughs> YouTube slash Fingmater. You can find uh, my Night in the Woods videos on there as well. And Janet has a has one also YouTube Game Onesis. Mm-hmm. So YouTube slash Game Onesis, you can find it as well. And uh, you know, if you like either of our YouTubes, uh, feel free to you know like it and subscribe and comment and all that stuff. And uh, you know, same with same with the show. Uh, review the show on iTunes if you if you get it on that, and just send us an email. We have Nintendo Made Podcast at Gmail dot com. You can email us there. And uh, I have a stream every Thursday and Sunday on on Twitch. So uh, you know, around three o'clock, you can tune in. And I always play a new Twitch a new Switch game every Thursday and a retro game on Sunday. So you can turn tune in and watch me play for a couple hours. I always put it up on YouTube afterwards. So you can check it there if you missed it on Twitch. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. We'll uh, see you next week. See ya. See you. Bye. Dust on this tired old streets. Our corners where we used to play Dust trace outside your feet Cause circles as we pace our time away I just wanna die
<laughs> be safe. I mean, don't I don't mean to scare anybody. I don't know what floor you're on, but you know, don't don't be jumping off any uh, anything. Just because May can do it doesn't mean that you can do it.